entrepreneurs wanted. With over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. Many of our tenants are startups, and they help drive the growth of the Wichita business community. The company culture at Occidental Management is one that celebrates entrepreneurship. We are committed to engaging with startup businesses to support their growth. At Occidental Management, our philosophy is to be a business partner with our tenants. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call 316-262-3331. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, changing your oil. You know, an oil change is a great way to get more MPGs. Right now, you can enter for a daily chance to win a $200 AutoZone gift card when you buy five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic and an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. No purchase required. Hour two from Power and Light. We're at Hooley House, just across the street in the shadow of T-Mobile Center. Big 12 Tournament ESPN Wichita Fan Fest continues. Thank you, Enhanced Wellness and Derby. Enhanced Wellness and Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness, locally owned, and you can find them online at EnhancedWellnessDerby.com or call or text them at 316-358-9780. It'll be hopping before too long around here. 6 o'clock, Iowa State, Kansas. 8.30-ish, TCU, Texas. Semis of the Big 12 Tournament. Coming up later on just across the street. Jack and I were talking a little bit about North Carolina's wheels falling off under head coach Hubert Davis. And I think it's a little bit more than just coincidence. The link between Vanderbilt, North Carolina, Michigan, and Georgetown. Well, used to be Georgetown anyway. Because it's part of the headlines. Georgetown has parted ways with head coach Patrick Ewing, who went 75 and 109 in six years as a head coach of the program that he once played for. Ewing was a three-time consensus first-time a first-team All-American, and led the Hoyas to their only national championship in 1984 and after a long NBA career both as a player and assistant coach he was hired as head coach in 2017 Georgetown in year one of the Ewing era went 15 and 15 19 and 14 in year two 
15 and 17 in year three, during which five players, including Mac McClung, left the program. Year four, 13 and 13, but ended with an unexpected Big East tournament title and NCAA tournament berth. But since then, in Ewing's final two seasons, Georgetown went 13 and 50 the eighth worst winning percentage among the 363 teams that play Division I basketball over that span. 13 and 50, eighth worst. That would be 6 and 25, 0 and 19 in the Big East, and this year 7 and 25, 2 and 18 in the Big East. Now, dating all the way back to Big John Thompson coaching Georgetown and guys like Ewing playing for them, Georgetown got transformed from a small Jesuit school into a national basketball brand. But now they're at a point on campus and in D.C. where they're giving tickets away. Since John Thompson retired in 1999, it's been Craig Eshrick, John Thompson III, and Ewing. It'll remain to be seen any big names getting in line to take the Georgetown job. And not that I'm calling for anybody's head, because I'm not, but I do think there is a distinct link, and I don't think you have to look very far, to connect dots between, Jack, guys like Patrick Ewing, Jawan Howard at Michigan, Hubert Davis at North Carolina, and Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt. Would you like to take a wild guess at the two things, not just one thing, but two things all those guys have in common, and maybe even three things if you want to take it one step further. I, I didn't want to take a couple stabs at this. Okay. Is it one, that they were former stars, yes. star college basketball players? Uh, I would almost go so far as to say legends. Maybe Hubert legends. Dav- Davis wasn't a legend, but pretty close. Yes, that's one. Number two, they were all big men. Uh, not what I was going okay. for, but yes, they all were. Go on. If you've got any more guesses. I would say that in almost every single one of those scenarios, they were kind of asked in some small way to reignite the program. Like they weren't in – like Georgetown wasn't in dire straits. Michigan wasn't in dire straits. Uh, North Carolina wasn't in dire straits, anything like that. But they were trying to maybe reinvent the program, and I think the the boosters and the AD hired them because they knew it would generate a lot of popularity among the alumni fan base because they were so beloved as players. Very true. Uh, they also, though, have this in common. No college coaching experience. And one thing that it remains to be seen that they might all have in common and that we need to start coming to the realization that we might have to admit they're not very good college basketball coaches. Now, Jerry Stackhouse, correct me if I'm wrong, did he win the Coach of the Year award in the SEC? I need to double-check on that. Somebody said that. Look that up, please. Yes, because I don't want to uh, shoot him down. Dennis Gates won. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, uh, Vanderbilt did better than I think the experts thought, so... You know, we kind of assumed that Jerry Stackhouse did a decent job considering Vanderbilt is a sad sack program. 
It hasn't always been. Uh, Kevin Stallings had Vanderbilt pretty damn good. North Carolina has almost always been pretty damn good. Michigan, under Beeline and before him, Steve Fisher, when Howard played there, of course, we know they were pretty damn good. And going back to when Patrick Ewing played under John Thompson, they were excellent and won a national championship. And all, except for Vanderbilt, were once at a national championship level team. This is what you get when you hire legends. And I've said this a long time now. And you could go across any level of sport that this is a risk you run when you hire a legend and certainly a risk you run when you hire a legendary player that was either in your program or played on the team that you're going to hire him to coach because coaches are hired to be fired. Certainly in college basketball, uh, it's getting to a point where at any money-making college sport, no matter what it is, the same can be said there. And certainly you could say that in the professional ranks. You hire a legend as a professional head coach, they're probably going to get the shortest leash of all. But Patrick Ewing, the first uh, domino to fall, He's fired from Georgetown, and the thing that he has in common with Jerry Stackhouse, Jawan Howard, Hubert Davis, they were all legends or borderline legends. None of them had college basketball coaching experience, and it could be none of them are really very good basketball coaches at the college level. I saw a report. Uh, I saw a uh, a tweet. I believe, yeah, it was a tweet yesterday at some point. One thing they also all have in common is they're black. But I'm not going to take the bait there. Uh, certainly, we're not going to debate whether Patrick Ewing had enough leash to try to bring Georgetown back to, back to prominence. He did have. Plenty of leash. Uh, Juwan Howard may or may not be on the hot seat. I suppose you'd have to be in Ann Arbor to ask that question or answer that question. He's probably the closest thing to it. And I asked Jack about Hubert Davis, whether he's on the hot seat because of Jack's story of the week and the fact that North Carolina missed it is likely going to miss the tournament altogether. But at least Stackhouse had a, for Vanderbilt, good season there. And so... Like I said, the fact that they're all blackhead coaches, we can't, we won't cross that bridge just yet because three of them are still employed. But it is interesting to note, I think, that they're all great players that may find coaching a little bit more challenging because they were great players. And they didn't have any college basketball experience. And you got to lean on the ones that have the experience a lot until you get the, your feet on the ground, if you ever do, if you ever really find your footing as a head coach at the college level anyway, because there's a lot that goes into it, more than just having a name. Because the other thing, too, here, Jack, in play is the older these former players get, the further away they get from the limelight and the vision of 17-year-old kids nowadays. 
Yeah. I would, I would imagine there's a bunch of those Georgetown kids that had to YouTube Patrick Ewing, uh, even though he had a long NBA career. I think also one of the, the small disconnects that, you know, a star legend at the college basketball level has from, you know, the average college kid that's in a rebuilding team. Right, look at a guy like Jawan Howard, Patrick Ewing, Hubert Davis. Those guys are gifted, right? Fair. Those guys are gifted with godlike talent in this specific sport. And you look at Patrick Ewing at Georgetown, like things came easy to Patrick Ewing in terms of his skill on the basketball floor. You know, I'm sure he had to he obviously had to work. He still had to practice and right, fine tune right. his craft, but he also had the ability that not many other kids had. And then you look at a bad Georgetown team, those kids don't have those same abilities. And I always thought sometimes with star players, they don't really know how to coach those guys at all times. Maybe some do, maybe some don't. We, nah, all... I don't even think I, – I would challenge you to find anybody that was a great player and is a great teacher of the game. Because you know why? And I, I use this example all the time, Jack. The great ones – have to fight the urge to say, here, let me show you how to do it. Yeah. In, instead of saying, here, here's how you do it. And you also go to, like, baseball, right? A lot of the great managers were backup catchers and guys yep. that weren't very good, but they understood yeah. the game. Yep. And sometimes star players, they, they're not even interviewed for the job because they Ted Williams and Babe Ruth weren't good baseball mm-hmm. managers. I don't think it's coincidental. Yep. And I think in college basketball, like, I think the biggest flaw here, Shane, is they were trying to hire some of these guys to rebuild programs with no – head coaching experience at the college level. That is probably the by far and away the glaring problem with these hires. And you know what? If you're an athletic director, you got to look past that at times, man. Like, I know you're going to get everybody surrounding the team going, wow, this is really cool, but are they really the right guy for this spot? I think a lot of athletic directors out there, they make those mistakes on trying to hire the guys that will get you the, the ESPN headline, the interviews on your campus that will generate some money. But they may not be the right fit for the job. Uh, just go locally here. When Kansas hired Les Miles to be their next football coach, popular ESPN headlines. You had the the E60 shorts on him. They were a segment on College Game Day once, but it's not the right fit to rebuild a program in the state they were in. Patrick Ewing, with no head coaching experience at the college level, was not the right fit to rebuild Georgetown basketball, but he was the popular fit because of what he had done you know, at Georgetown during the 80s. And you know I think what, you know what the AD of a uh, particular program has to fight the hardest against to keep from hiring Les Miles or a former legendary player? The boosters. Yep. That want those legendary players or Les Miles and they got the checkbook. That's the battle. They do have a lot of willpower, uh, too, and they have a lot of sway, the ability to sway guys back and forth when wanting to get those big name guys. I think that for a long time at Kansas, I'm just speaking this because I graduated from Kansas, and you know you had a coaching staff that had Danny Manning on it, and Danny yep. Manning was an assistant, and because Bill Self was so great, like Danny Manning, of course, was never going to get that job. But let's say in a scenario, Bill Self took an NBA job, I don't think KU would have hired Danny Manning because that would have just been the popular fit. Oh, Danny Manning was great in the '80s, Danny and the Miracles, but he wasn't the right coach to fill that job. And I think whenever Bill Self is done coaching at Kansas. It's going to be 
a top name guy, but not one that is you know the the star player at KU. Like Jacques Vaughn's been thrown out there, of course. Now the head coach of the the Nets, and you know Danny Manning. I, I think some people will say that name, but it makes no sense. And you even have guys like you know Jeremy Case, who was a former walk on at KU. Like honestly, that may be a better fit than hiring a guy that was a star, because sometimes, as you pointed out. Stars can't really relate to guys that don't have star potential. I think that's what we saw with Jawan Howard with a guy like Patrick Ewing, with a guy like Hubert Davis. Uh, and I think that you know Hubert Davis went the furthest of any of those guys. But now I think it honestly is a serious situation in Chapel Hill where is Hubert Davis really the fit? Is he the future? Because before their tournament run, Shane, they were a nine seed. <laughs> it yep. wasn't like for, yep. North Carolina was very good. I mean, they were good enough to make the NCAA tournament, but that's not back-to-back years where they've pretty much underachieved in the regular season. I think in the post-Roy days, ever since their, what was it, the 2016 national title, they've kind of been taking a back seat to teams like, God, I hate to say this, but taking a back seat to Duke. Yeah, and even though they beat Duke in the Final Four, like, do you want to hang on to that win forever, or do you want to make sure you're getting back to that spot over and over and over again? I don't know if Hubert Davis is that guy, but good for Georgetown moving on because I do think the sport of college basketball is in a better state when Georgetown is good, when those traditional blue blood type of programs, and maybe Georgetown's not a blue blood. I, but I, I think that ship sailed, man. You don't think, think anybody ship- can fix it? I'm saying uh, college basketball is not necessarily better when Georgetown's good. I think that ship sailed. We've moved on. I but, don't think they're blue blood. I thought like UCLA in their down years, I always said like when UCLA's I good, I think college basketball's good. I would agree with that. Yes. Yes. But I guess you you could say that Georgetown's pretty much been irrelevant since the Ewing days. They've had seasons when they were a two seed or a three seed, but they never made it far in no. the NCAA tournament. No. I think they're just a name. They're a name because you know what they were? They were one of the top teams in that brutal Big East conference yep. that was a reign of terror over college basketball for years. And the guy you think about during that time more than anybody, maybe except John Thompson, is Patrick Ewing. By the way, before we put the North Carolina story to bed, they swept, uh, they were swept, rather, by Duke this year, and that's never good for North Carolina. So was that the biggest bit of fool's gold in NCAA tournament history? This side of, I don't know, KU getting to the national championship with Danny and the Miracles in that North Carolina got to the title game last year kind of by hook or by crook? I I think a little bit of yes and no. I'm going to use the the typical Jordan Foote cop-out answer with a little bit of yes (laughs) and no here, and we obviously love Jordan As long as you have something to back your your argument, you can go yes and no. Like I think the NCAA tournament is just such a crapshoot where you can see five, six, seven, eight, nine seeds in the Final Four. Typically, nine seeds aren't North Carolina. I think what made me look back at the 2021-2022 Tar Heels team is they had that win in Durham against Duke, uh, the final game Coach K had at home. And I looked at that and said, huh, maybe this could be a team that you don't want to run into. Then when they got past Baylor, I thought, okay, now this North Carolina team is really in the clear. But also keep in mind, too, Shane, remember who they got in the Elite Eight? They got St. No. Peter's. Oy, oy, oy. So they That's kind tough. of benefited from a unique and broken down bracket, for lack of a better term. You know, once they got past Baylor, it was smooth sailing. In fact, I think they got a double digit seed in the Sweet 16. Like, it, it was one of the most bizarre runs 
to the NCAA tournament I had really seen before because North Carolina, once they got past Baylor, it was like smooth sailing. So, uh, switching gears before we totally get off uh, of the headlines. Three years ago this weekend, the NBA suspended play indefinitely. During the prior week, the U.S. had surpassed 100 cases of COVID-19 March 2nd, three years ago. The world had surpassed 100,000, according to reports. I'm no conspiracy theorist, so don't fight me on that. The world had surpassed 100,000 by March 6th. And the U.S. had 100 just four days prior. And then sports leagues shut down. And on March 11th, the day of Rudy Gobert's positive test, the World Health Organization declared a pandemic. By the end of March, three years ago, every major sporting event, including the Tokyo Olympics, had been either postponed or canceled. Looking back, April through May, the NFL and WNBA held virtual drafts. The Professional Bull Riders Association held a 140-person bubble event. UFC and NASCAR resumed, and ESPN's The Last Dance was released to try to keep us sane, honestly. June through August... The PGA Tour returned. The NWSL Challenge Cup kicked off. And the NBA, WNBA, MLS, MLB, and NHL all began to resume their seasons without any fans. Has a span of about four months ever felt longer than March through June, July, and August? Without sports, it seemed like an eternity. And then, of course, September, the NFL kicked off a weird season. The Masters were held in the fall. NCAA announced plans for March Madness bubble. And the Australian Open reminded fans what a normal sporting event looked like. So I would say happy anniversary, but not, because three years ago this weekend, Sports world pretty much shut down. Selection Sunday, just three days away for both men and women. There are still 33 auto bids up for grabs this weekend. 18 on the men's side, 15 on the women's side. Plenty of stuff to watch. NBA, Cavs Heat tonight, 7 o'clock on the NBA Network, followed by the Raptors and Lakers. By the way, uh, Fred Van Vliet only got dinged $30,000 for the rant you heard here on the show yesterday. Go to ESPNWichita.com if you missed it. WBC, 19 games from now until Sunday. Team USA plays its first two on Saturday against Great Britain and Mexico on Sunday. Players' Championship continues from TPC at Sawgrass. Phoenix is hosting a NASCAR race on Sunday, XFL Week 4. And uh, 
that's give or take about it. All right, when we come back, we'll finally get to the Twitter tournament. But we'll have a trivia question for Jack heading out the door. The can- the uh, Kings, the West number two seed, are poised to make the playoffs for the first time since 2006. The question is, who won the NBA title that year? The Kings are poised to make the playoffs for the first time since 2006. Who won the NBA title that season? We continue live from Hooli House at Power and Light here in Kansas City. ESPN Wichita Fan Fest continues thanks to the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member uh, contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans, proud to build Kansas. The Kansas Contractors Association, webuildkansas.com for more information for those good folks. And thank you to Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Shane Dennis Show continues with some Twitter. It's 124. The Shane Dennis Show will be right back on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from CandyQuip. Choose from Case IH cedars, tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CandyQuip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Never be a victim and become an asset to the Wichita community with training from the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. They offer a great selection of firearms to fit all your needs, competitive pricing on ammo, and an on-site experienced gunsmith. Come by the -the state-of-the-art indoor shooting facility and sign up to join our Rainier family for discounted products and so much more. Come by the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy and mention ESPN Wichita to receive a free range pass. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. 
It's championship week, and ESPN Wichita is headed to Kansas City. The Shane Dennis Show and The Pulse with me, Pat Stroutman, will be broadcasting live from the Big 12 Championship Tournament throughout the week. We'll have the latest analysis from games, post-game audio with coaches and players, and much, much more from the T-Mobile Center. Our Big 12 Championship coverage is presented by Enhanced Wellness and Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Your home for the Big 12 Championship is ESPN Wichita. That FM. Hello, Jack Young, coming up in a little bit. Big 12 tournament continues tonight here from Kansas City. That's where we are. We're at Hooley House in a power and light district just across the street in the shadows of the T-Mobile Center. That's where we are. Power and light right out in front of Kansas City Live. But right next door, it'll be Iowa State and Kansas at 6 o'clock. That'll be a madhouse. And then TCU and Texas at 8.30. Winners hooking up on Saturday to get that auto bid. And our appearance at Hooli House here in Power and Light, part of ESPN Wichita Fan Fest, is made possible by Enhanced Wellness and Derby. Enhanced Wellness can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. That's T-O-P, top. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned. And you can find more information about Enhanced Wellness and Derby at EnhancedWellnessDerby.com or call or text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. At long last, we've gotten down to the final four of the, uh, what, the quarterfinals? No, I don't even know what to call it. Semifinals? I guess semifinals. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, 13, 14, 15, and 16 uh, serials of the 16-team bracket. Put it that way. Uh, who's moving on to Championship Monday in the battle of the breakfast cereal wars? At ESPN Wichita is where you can go, and please vote and retweet. Uh, had really good voter turnout from uh, round three. Uh, we'll let you know that the winners of the first three days of the cereal tournament have been Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, and Frosted Flakes. Those guys are in the championship quartet on Monday. The ones to vote on today is Crunch Berries, Honey Nut Cheerios, Cocoa Puffs, and Fruit Loops. And I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, but I think Greeny and those guys that run Greeny probably stream the show. We're reminded that Tuesday is National Cereal Day. They had a question on at the tail end of the Greeny show about his favorite cereal. And not surprisingly, he revealed that all he was allowed to eat growing up was cornflakes. But anyway, uh, so far today... Honey Nut Cheerios getting 47.8% of the vote. So it's going to take a miracle for Fruit Loops to catch Honey Nut Cheerios. 
Fruit Loops in second place, 26.1%. It's a tie for third between Crunch Berries and Cocoa Puffs. So looking more and more like Honey Nut Cheerios is going to join the previous three in the finals as we crown a serial champion on Monday. So be looking for that to drop at some point Sunday afternoon. And then, of course, we'll have reaction to the weekend. Talking about Monday, that is. We'll be uh, we'll have reaction to all the weekend's basketball games, the selection show. Should be a really good show and a good sh- uh, fun show on Monday uh, when we have determined the field of 68. But plenty of stuff to be ironed out between now and then. Hopefully you have a great sports-watching weekend. Uh, who's moving on to the championship Monday? Again, at ESPN Wichita, Honey Nut Cheerios, Crunch Berries, Cocoa Puffs, or Fruit Loops. Jack, trivia. The Kings, the number two seed in the West, are going to make the playoffs for the first time since 2006. Who won the NBA championship that year? 2006. Miami Heat. Yes, beat the Mavericks four games to two in the NBA Finals. Um, I won't ask you how familiar you are with the Players' Championship in golf because I think I already know the answer. Uh, that would be not very. Pontevedra, Sawgrass, Island Green on 17. Does that ring any bells, the island green on 17? Not a one. Really? Okay. Well, there's an island on 17, and it's about 145 yards away, the pin is. Um, But there have been, for example, um, 95 amateurs invited to try their luck at number 17, a couple of months ago to try to hit the green from 145 yards over water, and it's surrounded by water. Of those 95 amateurs who were invited to try their luck a couple of months ago, they combined to hit 102 balls in the water. And the total score to par of those 95 amateurs was plus 225. So they were 225 over par on that par 3, 17, Island Green at the Players' Championship. 57 of those 95 guys had a double bogey or worse. Only 23 made par, and only three of those 95 amateurs birdied number 17. Hayden Buckley... Yesterday became the fifth golfer, only the fifth golfer since 2002. So the last 20, 21 years, only five guys hit a hole-in-one on the iconic 17th. But Hayden Buckley did just that. All right. It is 134. Again, we want to say thanks one final time to not only good folks here at Hooley House in the Power and Light District here in Kansas City, as part of ESPN's ESPN Wichita's Fan Fest, but also thank you so much to Enhanced Wellness at Derby, 
and the Kansas Contractors Association. Both those fine sponsors made this possible for the Shane Dennis Show and the Pulse with Pat Strothman to broadcast live here from Hooley House the last couple of days. It has been a blast uh, mingling and mixing with all the fans from all the the various teams. We're starting to see a handful of Iowa State fans file in here a little bit after lunchtime. Their game against Kansas is at 6 o'clock. But Enhanced Wellness of Derby, again, check them out online at enhancedwellnessderby.com. Call or text them, 316-358-9780. Tell them you heard about them on ESPN Wichita. Likewise, you can go to webuildkansas.com to find out all the great things done by the Kansas Contractors Association. The voice for heavy construction industry in Kansas. They're proud to be Kansans, proud to build Kansas, and we are proud to have both them and and Enhanced Wellness Derby on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. When we come back, our final I'm Old Jacks Young of the Week from Hooley House in Power and Light in Kansas City, March 10th, coming up next. The Shane Dennis Show will be right back on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from CanEquip. Choose from Case IH Cedars, tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit Can Equip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Can Equip, Can Equip you. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 
Tonight on ESPN Wichita, Championship Week continues with live coverage of the Big 12 semifinals. Here's a tip-off at 6 when Kansas takes on Iowa State. And then at 8.30, we'll have the late action from T-Mobile Center when Texas faces TCU. We've got you covered with all the action from the Big 12 tournament right here on ESPN Wichita. Kansas and Iowa State at 6, Texas and TCU at 8.30. It's all tonight on your home for college hoops. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Here. Pulse is next. My body's here. I don't know if my brain is here. After an unbelievable edition of Pulse yesterday. Yes, because you listen to it. Every second. Jack? Yes, sir. Is this, is this female's name includes... Two syllables in, in her first name and two syllables in her last name? Yes. You should know this one. You've had it before. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You should know this one. I think I do. Is it Avril Lavigne? It is. Leah, we needed one after yesterday. Yeah, I'll say. She was the uh, poster child back then for teen angst. Wouldn't you say, Jack? Oh, yeah, those, I was in love with that, her. Those that listened to her were kind of ready to jump off a cliff if she'd hold her hand with you. <laughs> yeah, I would agree <laughs> she, with that. She had the Pied Piper effect back in, was it late 90s? Or, or when was it? Late, I would say more so early 2000s. Okay, yeah, I didn't think she went back quite that far. But is that Avril Lavigne's biggest hit? Skater Boy probably topped that one. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. I'll defer to you two guys, but I'd agree. I can remember that having a that song to me accompanying a pretty good video. I assume they still make videos, but complicated or skater boy? Complicated. complicated. Skater boy one's pretty cool too. Is it okay? Hold on. How did that pop up on screen? Did that guy go and what? Did he go to the SEC tournament? Wow. There's no way. Here, here's, a, here's, what we There's just, no way. here's what we just saw here, Jack. Yes, please. Uh, and everybody play by else. Because I don't know if my brain We need can, to unpack this. I'm not sure if my brain can do it. Jack, you saw the tweet that I sent out of the guy with the T-shirt that said, I still hate Leitner from about 24 hours ago, mm-hmm. correct? Exactly. Okay. Um, that T-shirt was just shown uh, really close up at the Mississippi State-Alabama SEC quarterfinal game right this second. 
too close to show the guy's face. And it looked kind of like his body. It kind of did. <laughs> so is it possible that that guy was at Hooley House 24 hours ago, and he is now at the SEC tournament? Very well could be. I mean, you think about it, how far is the... Well, he could have a lot of money. He could have just flown now to that, Nashville. That blows my mind. And wearing the same T-shirt, though, too. <laughs> the exact maybe, same Maybe he checked into the hotel and just did his laundry. Maybe, maybe he's got multiple. Or he's I only still... packed I Hate Christian Lager shirts. Or maybe or maybe okay. he's going to every tournament and wearing that shirt. He's like I the like, Marlins man. I like that one better. Yes. I want that to happen. I want that to be that's, true. That's my thought. Okay. Up next, ACC. Everybody out there, keep your eyes peeled for all the tournaments. And if you spot a I Still Hate Leitner t-shirt, tweet it tweet it, and text us on the text line. I want that to be true. I thought we handled that pretty well, considering you could have knocked me over with a feather when we both saw that at the same time. Yeah, well, as soon as you went like that, I'm like, My OMG. <laughs> wow, our boy. It's our guy. And that guy prompted Pat to say, at about this time yesterday, it's like, you think we can compile a Twitter tournament of the most interesting T-shirts that you saw this week? Yeah, it was. That would have been one of them. It was yeah. too packed. I couldn't. I couldn't get others. Not enough. Mar- Marco Marquez is definitely. In the he running. had one. Yeah. I don't think enough of them paraded in front of us, walking back and forth, going no. to the bathroom. Unfortunately. No. Yeah. Uh, we got to start off with some uh, sad. I'm old Jack Young. Reported that he checked out today, Otis Taylor. Former Chief Great. Yeah. Uh, conflicting reports on how old he was as far as what I saw. But that doesn't really matter. Otis Taylor passed away from Jack. What happened to him? Uh, I, I heard long illness. Is that accurate? I think that's what I saw on Twitter, but... Again, I'm not 100% sure. Okay, that's fine. It's on our Facebook page. Not all that important, but... I didn't read the article. I just tweeted it. Now Lynn Dawson is throwing passes to Otis Taylor. You want me to pull up what happened? Sure. Sure, let's get some clarification. He's a Vahe Gregorian said that... Carrying Parkinson's disease and Uh, dementia. Oh, well... Is that what Vahe said, too? Yeah, he just said there was extraordinary effort to care for him over the last 20 years. That would check out. Okay, that would make sense. Also, March 10th of just last year, Jack, at the age of 44, Odalis Perez. Former pitcher. Former Royal. Among others, Dodgers. Braves, MLB All-Star 2002, says here he died after a fall at the age of 44. I don't expect you to get this one, but I'll uh, run it up the flagpole anyway. Dying on this day in 2007, Ernie Ladd, L-A-D-D. Football? Yes, very good. Former football player and... Also would have accepted professional wrestler. Ah. Ernie Ladd. What was his name? Double threat guy. I, I think it was Ernie Ladd. He didn't have a name. Don't remember that. What's his real name? Uh, he's old. He was wrestling when you were... Wrestling? Not even on this earth. Wrestling? He was wrestling when you were, weren't even in the womb. 
Okay, so born day. March 10th. Justin Herbert, 25. Chargers quarterback. Zach Levine, 28. Former slam dunk champion, former Timberwolf, I think current member of the Bulls. Correct on all. He could dunk his ass off, and he mm-hmm. kind of still can. One of my favorite names. Happy bir- happy 46th birthday to Tuka Rask. Boston Bruins goaltender. Okay, now how, how all of a sudden did you know that? I Okay, I actually came back this up. I was going to give you a up. hint, and I was going to spell his name out. Didn't have to be I either can, one. I said Goalie, yes, goaltender, goalkeeper. Close enough, yeah. No, goalie. Um, yeah. So I've been to one hockey game in my entire life, and it was the Boston Bruins and the Coyotes, I believe it was, okay. at the Garden. Uh, I had relatives that live in Boston, and I went to the game, and they were selling T-shirts outside, and the rival of the Bruins, the Montreal Canadiens, and I bought a T-shirt. My dad bought me a T-shirt. That had expletives on it. And it was F the A-H-A-B-S, which is what they the call it. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if I was allowed. I don't know if it was politically correct to say it over the well, air. So you did it for me. Since when do we care about that? Yeah. Since when do you guys care about that? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to clean up. Yeah, sure. Trying try, to, try to clean up my act. Trying to then, straighten up and fly and right. Then three, three hours later, Jack, what are you doing? Thanks you're trying to clean up your act. Yeah. I am. I usually have five of these. Sit them down to four and a half. Win some, lose some, too. Matt Kenseth is 51. Mm. Baseball? No. Uh. Matt Kenseth is a NASCAR driver. Okay. John Cangelosi is 60. That really sounds familiar. It's on the it's on the fringes of would be sounding familiar to you, but perhaps I got baseball then. Yeah, yeah, he's an Astros outfielder. Little guy too. Pam Oliver, 62. Oh, I do. Yeah, uh, um Wait, don't don't be careful. careful. Yeah, yeah, ESPN <laughs> like broadcaster. Close and, enough. Yeah. yeah, now Fox, but yeah, yeah. Don't overthink it. I'll give you credit if you get two of the next three, all born on the same day and the same year, along with Pam Oliver. Also turning sixty-two, Mitch Gaylord, Jesse Sapolu, and Bobby Petrino. Okay, Bobby Petrino was the former Arkansas Razorback yes. head coach. Neck brace. Also was with Missouri State before going to AM. Yes, good. Jesse Sapolu and Mitch Gaylord are oh. the other two guys. You want a hint? I would. Jesse Sapolu was born in Samoa. Oh. Football. Yeah! And Mitch Gaylord is a uh, gymnast. Yes. yes. I'll take it. Two or three. Yep. Olympian. Shannon Miller, Pat. 
since I already said it to Jack, who probably has already forgotten by now, but Shannon Miller? I, I know it. I, okay, you do. Was I supposed to... I just, what, what did you tell me? This is bonus. No, I didn't tell you. I told Jack. Oh, earlier. And apparently he remembers. Bob, just, this is just a bonus for you. Shannon Miller? Not Big Four? Not Big Four. Olympian. I'll take it. Gymnast. Absolutely. 92 and 96. Very good. Why did you? How does Jack know that already? Because when I told everybody the day, I said to save Jack some embarrassment during I'm Old Jack Young, Shannon Miller, former gymnast and legend gymnast, born on this day, but he was actually paying attention. Well, I assume he was, since he just said he remembered. Although he could be lying. Uh, Austin Carr, 75. Uh, let's go basketball. Yeah. Former Cleveland Cavalier, great, was all-rookie first team back in 1972. Curly Culp, 77. Ooh. Uh, former Chief, right? That's right. Yes. And Euler, six-time Pro Bowler. Born on this day, now dead, Joe Bugle. I love Bugles, by the way. They're great. I don't don't, know. Why don't Bugles have any other flavor besides just corn? They do. They have ranch. Thank you. It's my favorite. Um, Joe Bugle, I'll go baseball. No. Ah. Pat, you know who Joe Bugle was? No. You guys say Bugles are one of the worst chips. Trash. They're garbage. Okay. Write that, write that down, so Jack. So much besides venom nic- and poison nickel, in that Besides voice. Nickelback, write down Bugles for There's Pat. I mean, it's, yeah, cool to have, like, Freddy Krueger-type fingers. But oh, right. You can put them on your fingers. That's the only saving grace about the Bugles. Everything you else. You haven't had the, the flavored ones. Garbage. Yeah. I don't even know. What's Good. your favorite chip, then? Boy, that's a loaded question. It's a simple question, Doctor. Just to answer the question. It's a loaded question. How many layers it is it? It depends. Is it, it depends because you situation. can't answer He's scared. It? No, no, no. He's scared. It's because, because if, I'm, if I'm driving a car. The other day, I was hungry after calling a game, driving to Kansas City. I have a road snack, and that is the Honey Barbecue Flavor Twist. Those are good. Thank you. Th- that is specifically for when I'm driving. I will. I could eat other chips, but that is specifically for me a travel snack. I that's that's my go-to. What's a couch? That's snack. A travel snack. In terms of me sitting on a couch and watching basketball, I mean, I could go all over the place, I can, but I can I could definitely mess with some jalapeno chips. Are you talking about the honey twist in a yes. little bag like this? Yes. Oh, okay, Fritos. The big bag, though. The Fritos honey twist. No, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Do they come in a big bag? Yeah, a big-ish bag. I might be able to polish off the whole thing in one sitting. Yes, they're delicious. Yeah. It's terrific. That is by far and away my number one chip. I, I know I can sit here and be like, oh, barbecue, because, yeah, there's, I like barbecue, but that's not number one. I mean, I think everyone likes barbecue chips. But Well, you got Lay's, you got Ruffles. Right. You got, you know. But the other one, too, sour, what was it, the cheddar and sour cream? Yeah. 
Ruffles. The Ruffles? Yes. Those are elite? Correct. No lies to shall I? Shall I continue? Because that's, that's, that's a bag of chips that my wife specifically likes, and I'm all about it. So if we're having food and we want chips with it, I'm eating that with her. So it's kind of a... Good that you have that in common. That I eat with her specifically. Yeah. So, yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. See, that's sweet that you both like it because one of you won't gross out the other with your bad breath. <laughs> Joe Bugle, by the way, the answer to the question that really took us at a different route was the former offensive line coach, the Washington Redskins. Famously nicknamed the Hogs. That was Joe Bugle. Ah. He, he went on to coach the Phoenix Cardinals and the Oakland Raiders, though, too. He checked out three years ago today. All right, that'll do her for another week and an action-packed last couple of days here from Power and Light. Thank you, Hooli House, for housing us the last couple of days. But don't go anywhere. More fun to be had with Pat Strothman in the Pulse. That's coming up next.